Can we talk about how Wanda in this film as Scarlet Witch literally became like the ultimate Karen? (laughs) Again, white womaning all over the place. Wake up to a new morning, pop in a little nostalgia, just be kind and listen to the rewind. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Rewind. It's Keenan. It's Jonah. Y'all, do you know what we did today? If you listened to the last episode, you know what we did today. Jonah, mm-hmm. tell them what we did. Tell them what we did. We went to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So welcome to our finale where we cover one of the biggest, most uh, widely anticipated blockbuster films of the year. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. So many great moments. So many. Uh, oh my God. Um, I rewatched WandaVision, Loki, and What If for this movie. And I feel like I did not need to rewatch Loki. But um, <laughs> um, high key thoughts before we hit the spoilers. Loved it. Oh God, so good, so good. It just, like, the visuals, the the acting, like, so which you know is going to be good. good. The, the, oh. the surprises, the cameos, like, I really, some of those, I really did not expect some of those, honestly. Um, and the crossovers between some of the other, some of the what if. Um, yes. Characters, I loved, I loved. I'm so glad I watched some of those now, or watched most of those now at your, uh, suggestion um because that it made it even more like special when i Mm -hmm. i caught those so definitely made me feel like it was worth my time you know like again loki not so much but you know like revisiting wanda and knowing where we left her and in kind of what state of mind we left her and then like you know just those different what if stories definitely paid off and it opened up the fact that this is a multiverse and anything can exist. Mm. Yeah. We should take a moment to, once again, warn everyone, this is not a spoiler-free podcast. (laughs) There will be spoilers. If you haven't seen the film, stop. If you don't want it to be spoiled, we talking about some things um, that happened in the film and and some surprises. And so uh, if you don't want that to be ruined for you, we totally get it. Stop it. Go watch the film. Come back and listen to us and let's talk all together as friends. And then, you know, hit us up with your thoughts. Yes. Okay. So let's let's do some little film stats. Of course, this is opening weekend. So, you know, we're not going to touch box office because that'll be outdated by the time this episode drops. But it was released May 6th, 2022. Directed by Sam Raimi, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, oh my gosh, Tweedle Ijefor, who, who was that? Oh, that was Mordu. I should yes. look his name up. Um, Benedict Wong, Sochil Gomez, Michael Stolberg, and Rachel McAdams. Who was that Michael guy? Uh, Michael Stolberg. Um... I don't know. I was trying to get to like a good cast list. Um, here we go. Because I 
wanted to know the name of someone's of a character by the time we got there um but it's gonna take me a second to go through this so while I look at that Jenna why don't you tell everybody the the plot of the movie Happy to. Okay, so pulled this very brief little synopsis from the Marvel Cinematic Universe fandom wiki. So there's a whole plethora of more information about the film and about the characters and the story at that site. So feel free after our podcast to check it out. I think you'd be um, uh, wowed by all the things they've compiled there. Um, So for synopsis, um, to restore a world where everything is changing, Strange seeks help from his ally Wong, the Sorcerer Supreme, and the Avengers' most powerful Scarlet Witch, Wanda. But a terrible threat looms over humanity and the entire universe that no longer can be done by their power alone. Even more surprising, the greatest threat in the universe looks exactly like Doctor Strange. Dun, hmm. dun, dun. This breakdown i was like did he really seek wong's help or did wong show up because some shit was going down because that's wong's job yeah i feel like this is not a fully accurate (laughs) synopsis like wong was like i'm out here trying to do my job and lo and behold it's fucking stephen strange causing me a headache again yeah yeah and also um they kind of give away something that I feel like it wasn't really revealed much because, you know, everything that um, the previews build up to and all the teasers and stuff build up to and the language surrounding the release of this film positions Wanda, a Scarlet Witch, as Mm -hmm. the ultimate threat. It's not until, like, several scenes in, like, you know, um, once they start leaping uh, across multiverse, across the multiverse, um, that it's revealed that the biggest threat is Doctor Strange, not so much the Scarlet Witch. That was, Um, that was also, I think, a revelation of what if. That's part of that storyline. I think you're right. So I think that is a line that maybe whoever the guy that was narrating it, I don't remember that like kind of like God figure story or name, I mean, but like, I think he was the one that says, in the end, Stephen Strange, you are the greatest threat to the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That was not a great, I don't remember what that guy sound like, but that's <laughs> his voice now in my head. Um, ooh la la. So um, we may or may not release sections of the video as we're promoting uh this because you all know we're talking on zoom but as jonah was reading the plot i was holding back the loudest gay gasp because the entire time i was staring at captain marvel going who is she why do i know her jonah do you realize who that captain marvel was no she looked familiar though it was maria rambo it's monica's mom shut up wait was that the same actress yes 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 it was i like i found yes i was like lashana lynch why do i know that name why do i know that name and then there it is maria rambo 2019 captain marvel that deep cut love oh gosh oh gosh oh gosh i know this is a little bit later in the movie y'all but that was it was such a reveal and i was like i know this actress why do i know this actress 
Oh, that was such a good, oh, that makes it even more special. Mm-hmm. Great, great scene. Great reveal. Mm. I, I I wish that we had both caught that in the moment because I, I, you know, that, I, but I was like, she looks familiar. She has to be someone of yes. relevance. Because in the other one, there there was another uh, uh, character. Is it Blue, Blue Vault? Black, Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Um, yeah. Who is that? Like, who is that um, actor? Who is that? The actor. Give me a second. I'll look it up. Um, but I'm a little shocked because a lot of the pods and videos that I listened to, they were very much like, oh, they're probably not going to touch... Um, the uh damn it what are those things called the inhumans because of how bad the show did um but black bolt is uh anson mount why do i know that name let's see anson mount is he didn't they were even uncredited oh not ben and britney spears's crossroads movie (laughs) (laughs) um He's Captain Christopher Pike in Star Trek, The uh, Strange New Worlds, the newest movie. Uh, More, okay, so this is uh, Star Trek Discovery he's on. Oh, wow, that was the guy that actually played him on the show. That is even more wild to me. That's cool. I, I can't wait to hear all every podcast that I listen to talk about this movie next week. I'm scrolling through. Why do I feel like that name, he was in something that I feel like you would know. What's his filmography? Okay, so a whole lot of Star Trek, something called The Virtuoso, uh, a series called Hell on Wheels, uh, something called Mr. Right, Visions. Um, the forger <laughs> yeah I don't, I feel like I know his name from things but I don't recognize SEAL Team 6 the raid on Osama Bin Laden TV movie okay <laughs> he played <laughs> on a short called Intimates his character was Hot Boyfriend <laughs> we're spending more than enough time yes <laughs> Anson Mount is an actor who's done things, but I don't know any of them. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that was cool. That was not Black Bolt's costume on the show. Um, But anyway, he looked, I remember him being much more buff on the show, but people did not like that show. But that was fun. So... Let's let's talk a little bit about the movie um, because that's what we're here to do. Jonah, what was one of your favorite moments? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Okay, so first of all, I have two that really just stand out to me for a different moment for, for different reasons. Sorry. Um, so one is in the beginning when Doctor Strange goes to find Wanda and ask for her help. And, um, and he mentions that he has this, uh, this young girl who has uh, leapt through uh, universes and is being chased by what they think is a demon trying to get her powers and she needs their help to protect. She slips up 
And what you see from that scene is that Wanda has um, embraced a more peaceful life. Like she's almost kind of, it's implied that she's punishing herself with solitary after what she did to Westview. And she's like growing apples and just a very simple, like the perfect kind of life for someone who Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. wants to become Zen. And it was like very reminiscent of like Thanos after the snap when he was just like living on the mountainside gardening. Yes, but you know what it all, also it was reminiscent of for me uh, was in Buffy season seven at the opening of season seven when Giles and Willow are in England and mm. they had been there to help Willow control her powers and uh, rein in her her darkness, dark powers, dark Willow, because that was after she, you know. <laughs> yeah, filleted a so bitch. That's, that was sort of the same Flight. kind of vibe. So anyway, Wanda slips up and says the name of the girl america chavez and she that's when it was realized by strange that she was um the one behind everything and so she (laughs) it was wanda all along it was wanda all along (laughs) yes ah perfection <laughs> oh my god, perfection. That has to become like a gif or a meme. Um, let's make it. But yeah, so that moment where the the reality of what he's seeing melts away with the red kind of smoky magic that she that is her signature, you know, look and it's just like a red wasteland. And then how she begins to like her whole her dy- her whole dynamic with strange her her whole like the whole, the whole character shift shifts and it's like she's there's a confidence there is a determination and there is a and a bitterness i think rooted deep within her and so when she's talking to strange it is i love seeing elizabeth olsen act that out as a villain she yeah makes such a great villain it was yeah it was a when i saw that i was like oh yes this is everything that i want um out of this film so that was the first one the second one the second scene that i really liked um that was a favorite was when uh strange and one of the other universes christine's played by rachel mcadams leap into excuse me leap into a um another world another universe where the like multiple worlds have collided which is called an incursion incursion yeah and so it's just like this wasteland of worlds like clashing into each other the effects of that were so wild uh and very eerie um and so he's battling it out with that world's Doctor Strange who had been affected by the dark hold because that was a thing we were noticing that all of these Stranges throughout these different universes had been affected by the dark hold in some way. Um, and so this Strange was guarding it and he had been affected and so they're battling it out or whatever. And um, they start battling with musical notes. <laughs> like it is good. So, wild to me they're literally see strange like use his magic to literally remove notes on a, a page of music and he's like hurling it at the other strange uh like it's some kind of throwing stars or something and then the other strange is like he's turned like 
uh, the lines from a musical note page. I don't know what the proper terminology is. For I think it's a clef. Okay, sure. Maybe. And so like he I was don't remember into like that, and they were battling out with like musical notes. It was so wild to me. And the whole time I'm thinking these effects are so fucking rad. Like I'm, yeah. it's like what am I, I watching? I, am I on drugs right now? <laughs> It was, it, oh God, it, it was such an awesome scene. They did some really great battles here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I will talk about my favorites. Yes, please. So this movie was spooky, ooky, and I loved every minute of it. And that whole battle on Carmitage, where like she realizes she can go through the reflections and there's this mm-hmm. scene where everyone's sealed off Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh God, we got to cover up all the reflections. We got it. So they're like covering the puddles and shit. And then all of a sudden, you see America Chavez fall by a gong. I, I think it's a gong. And that's what I called it too. <laughs> Wanda's hand just like breaks reality and comes through it. So, like, you see the metal kind of like bend as her hand comes through it. And she does that like, fucking the ring like coming out of the well shit um anyone that has watched uh the flash the fucking ragdoll character that creepy ass oh god like it's all that like i don't could you hear the bones in my mind i could hear the bones she was like like, oh so good it was so good and then the battle of the illuminati like oh my gosh um so i just i want to talk about the illuminati for a second like jonah those reveals i am so glad that i didn't watch any of the other previews because evidently captain carter was in a preview like you see the shield really yeah and then you even see so y'all there was the floating yellow like hover wheelchair or hover chair for uh, Professor Xavier, a la the fucking TV, the cartoon from the 90s. So like, maybe this was not like Fox movie, Charles Xavier, but actual like X-Men 96, 97, Charles mm-hmm. Xavier, since they're rebooting that cartoon, what a great bit of synergy, right? To like, like, hey, you remember this, this hover chair? You know mm-hmm. what's up. Even mm-hmm. down to him using his powers and them sending out the waves. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Come on. It's so good. Marvel. Oh, <laughs> it made me so happy. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Captain Marvel was like, I, I, like you said, I wish we realized that in the moment. I wish we realized that in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's so nice knowing it now. Like, <laughs> What a secondhand treat. <laughs> yes. uh, Truly not expecting it. It was such a pleasant surprise. Um, yes. And then also um, uh, Richard Reed, right? Played yes, by- John Krasinski yes. has been like the fan cast for Reed Richards. Uh, You're welcome, John Krasinski. <laughs> like, he finally did it and I was not like there wasn't a lot of stretchiness but like I thought what we got was really cool the whole Twizzler scene <laughs> was she like untwizzlered him and then like the way Wanda <laughs> took out everyone was so epic 
almost effortlessly. Like a couple of them were absolutely effortlessly, but yeah, the, it's all black women bolt. that actually put up way more of a fight. Yes, Captain Peggy. Yes, she was kicking ass. It was so great to see her. Did you watch the Peggy Carter series? I did not. Um, I don't think I did, but I watched enough of, um, you know, the uh, Captain America um, to mm-hmm. really, in, a, in a what in the What Up series, to really adore her. Yeah. Uh, and I always thought she was so underrated. I always yeah. thought, what a shame they didn't do more with her. And I'm so glad to see that they they did. Honestly, I would, like, I would love a um you know captain carter or well uh, i I hope she exists i hope she exists on another universe because wanda got her mm -hmm. sliced right through her with her own shield bisected her so graphic that scene was so intensely i was like i did not need to see her slide (laughs) i didn't need to see her go did we see her slide though yes like you don't see the torso but the way her body fell you could tell she was like sliding in half Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> old guy's head like yes. black black bolt's head just like exploded. Yeah, so which I'm like he didn't speak. So when did he? Unless he was going hmm, because black bolt's whole thing is like even just a whisper could like level a mountain. Mm. That's so interesting. I'm and so familiar. when. When his powers triggered, he like spoke at his parents and killed his parents. Like, I was like, oh, the trauma from like, <laughs> oh my god, oh, interesting. That's so. I, like I said, I can't wait to hear everyone talking about like, oh, like they they did fuck with the uh, Inhumans and use somebody from the show. Okay, mm-hmm. I um, really the Inhumans series I didn't hate it so I yeah but I didn't like the Medusa like so they shaved her hair off I think on the first episode I was like damn they blew the whole budget on her hair um so standout characters mm. who's that for you Keenan? well I mean like I feel like Wanda is obvious so mm-hmm. I want to I want to think of someone else like this little girl, little, um, what did I say? Social Gomez, like, carried some stuff. Like, she was good. She was really good. Very funny. Her timing was great. I love this character. So she I'm very, very excited. Natural on camera. Yeah. I wonder if she has any other. Um... Looks familiar also. I feel like I've probably seen her in other things. Yeah. But yeah, she was really great. And, uh... I mean, Benedict Wong, always, always mm-hmm. a delight. Just always so good. We love him. He carried a lot, too. Yeah. Actually, I, we saw way more of him than I expected to see. So that Same. Was cool. Same. I, I don't remember. Again, I didn't watch a lot of the previews. So I don't remember. I don't think I knew he was going to be in this movie. So I thought he was going to be kind of dealing with some other stuff. Can we talk about how Wanda in this film as Scarlet Witch literally became like the ultimate Karen? <laughs> Again, was, white womaning all over the place. It's just like, oh, my kids, like any mother would do this. And I'm gonna, and 
I'm just going to destroy, rip through the the fabric of the multiverse to just be happy. I'm like steal someone else's life, someone else's children, and raise them as her own. I did, but didn't I tell you? I told you. You did. I said this is gonna be one is gonna be doing some villainous shit that's going to make us give her the side eye. We're even we're gonna be like, girl, really. <laughs> yes. How did she? You have exhausted my patience. Was the best fucking oh, line. Has, I oh, was like, queen. <laughs> had so much good dialogue. So much good, and her facial expressions along with it. I mean. Oh, God, the way Elizabeth Olsen has always delivered for us and everything she's ever been in. It's, we truly don't deserve her. I just, I love her so much. You know how I feel about her. But I do want to make a note that um, I'm going to go back to the fact that this is a Sam Raimi film because I think that deserves some attention because that explains what the whole tone of this film is. And I don't know how familiar you are with Sam Raimi or his work, you may be more familiar with it than you realize because he, this movie's had his fingerprints all over it. So Sam Raimi is someone who has produced, directed, written some of the most recognizable, iconic film and TV in cinematic history. We're talking about the Evil Dead saga, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, The Grudge, Drag Me to Hell. And are you ready for it? Hercules and Xena series, like both of them. Um, along with a bunch of other like um, film and TV and stuff that you you may or may not recognize, but um, so this now, film. Now I'm salty. We didn't get Lucy Lawless in this movie, right? But she has like crossed over into some of his other work, like his As versus Evil Dead, um, you know, and then like Bruce Campbell was in Xena, um, so mm. I think that's really cool, um, but. Uh, that kind of explains Sam Raimi's fingerprints on this explains like all the dark concepts, the eerie otherworldly elements, the creepy unsettling close-ups, um, all just oh. very much felt like a Sam Raimi horror movie in a way, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, it was, oh God, it was just so creepy that there was a scene where Wanda like jumps out like a really good Wanda jump scare and I just cracked up. <laughs> that is my response to a jump scare is to just start laughing. Yeah. And I was like, when you started laughing, I was like, bitch, you know, that was scary. Stop laughing. <laughs> I was like, it was just so good. I think because at that point, Wanda was looking like zombie Wanda. Like mm -hmm. she, I think she was like covered. Was this when she was like, like just murking folks left and right? So she was like covered with blood. I don't remember. Like, well, I, there were a few different moments where it was like jump, jump scare stuff. And so, but I remember like the one with, um professor xavier yes that one that's the one that's the one yes because when she comes out of that red fog behind him and grabs him by the neck and snaps his neck like that she's so distorted like her face is very it looks very rotten and very demonic and mm, yes. like it's, it's very much looks like something out of evil dead it was so good. Several, several scenes uh, in this look like scenes out of Evil Dead. And, and that's one of the things I really loved about this film is because I, I love Sam, Sam Raimi's work. I love that tone. I love being able to catch some of those moments where it feels so familiar to his other work. 
um that in itself feels like a little bit of an easter egg mm-hmm. so um uh, i don't know i just really I, and i'm sure it was very much of an homage to the mm-hmm. zombie scarlet witch from like even having a zombie strength <laughs> that was good yeah uh, so, did you notice a theme throughout um this film being several different scenes where Wanda appeared with like a like a split rip down her face like one was when she crawls out of the gong and as like mm-hmm, you know, and he saw like a like a, a a bloody sort of like rip down the middle of her face um then you see it again with mama wanda when she's possessed mama wanda from that other universe and she's like wreaking havoc on that uh, illuminati world um there you know she has the blood that's soaked down like and it splits yeah yeah and then the other instance that i noticed was when the statue when she was bringing down the the throne like scarlet witch's throne and uh the statue rips in half and there's a rip right through her that was a constant theme Mm. and i think that is visual representation of the split personalities that are wanda and the scarlet witch okay bitch yeah that was like my instant thought when i saw that i don't know why that stood out to me so heavily I think because I have been seeing in the trailer that sort of like bloody blood like soaked face of her and it being like this really notable eerie kind of um split across her face and yeah and I'm like oh that's such an interesting unique thing or choice for them to do and now I'm like okay I think that's probably what they were intending Oh yeah, I feel good in that. In that, yeah, yeah. Were there any other standout characters for you? Mm. I, I agree. America Chavez, or uh, I'm not even going to attempt to say her name, but um, she was she was wonderful. Um, she, I, I would watch a, a, a movie or a series of her of her character for sure i hope um, we get her in um miss marvel like uh, uh that would be really cool to have them together mm-hmm. um she was in uh that babysitters club series that looks like to be her like consistent most recent work oh okay interesting um, another standout for me, and this is a very low key and it's like a little bit reaching, but it was just surprising to me. And I want to give give that character credit. Um, Christine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rachel McAdams. The, the other Christine from the other world, like survived. First of all, Rachel McAdams got way more screen time in this film than I ever expected her to. Yeah, yeah, same. Same. I had even seen in an article recently where she, like the, she had said something about she was okay with being a one and done kind of like Marvel character or whatever. And so that in my head made me think, oh, so she's not going to have much screen time at all on this. Girl was everywhere. Like, right? It was, but I would, it was a delight. Like, cause I really thought she was not going to make it out of that oh, lab. Yes. I, just, I, I was like, sure. Wanda's about to rip her in half. I don't. Yes. 
yeah, I was mentally preparing for it. But then she next thing you know, she's in that that uh, incursion world and she was kicking ass against like souls of the damned. And I was like, OK, Christine, scientist Christine from the Illuminati. Look at you. I was Love very. Impressed. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely impressed. Um, I was thinking yeah. incursion world. Did you notice there was a scene missing from the trailer in that? What do you mean? There is a scene in the trailers where that strange from the incursion world, it, he says, like, you see, like, the, the world behind him crumbling and clashing into one another, each other. And then he's standing there and it's, it's the camera's fixed on him. And he says, it all just kind of got a little out of hand or something like that. And he says it in a very kind of like wicked sort of tone. Yeah. That's, oh, I, I do remember that. that. I know. And that. I wonder, I wonder if they were going to make this the um, dark Dr. Strange that we got and what if, and then decided not to at the last minute mm. and gave him a different story. Because did he know. say if his Christine died in this world? No, no, because he said that he Just went not, to her wedding. Happen. He went to her wedding and she said, yeah. So, and because in the what if world, you know, his Christine died in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. 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 So, yeah, I'm maybe really that's... surprised about how they utilize zombie um, strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was fun. I liked when they turned those uh, damned souls into a cloak. Into a cloak. To make him fly. I was like, oh, how is this going to happen? I thought they were going to be like wings or something. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, no. No, no, no. So good. Uh, Well, we didn't get teenage Billy and Tommy out of this. A little salty about that. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know how that would have made sense for them to bring them in. Um, because... I guess it was finish what you're saying. I was gonna like give you like what I decided in my mind what was gonna happen, and that well, no, I was happen. just I was just gonna say I, I think because there was so much there's been so much emphasis placed on the young boys, like them mm-hmm. as 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 children, and her, and her essentially falling in love with them as as children, and. I'm like, the only reason I feel like that would have made sense if like she had got her happy ending in some way and mm-hmm. uh, and then they grew up with her. But I'm like, that uh, just seemed a little too far off to me. I, I was like, they're going to drop her in a world where Wanda died and she had kids. So when she gets dropped off is when they were probably teenagers. But... Hmm then she would have been getting, she would have gotten what she wanted and never learned a lesson. So mm-hmm. we had to let the temple fall on her, but we know she's not dead. There's like a red pocket of energy keeping her alive. She's in like a pocket dimension or something and will come back. That's a Keenan theory, not an actual thing that happened. <laughs> Let's we just- know, we know that the Nexus being cannot be killed so easily. Mm-hmm. Not by a tumbling building that she brought down. She's lined up to to get her own like Scarlet Witch films, you know. So that's you know you gotta have Mm -hmm. a Scarlet Witch, (laughs) and there's not a Scarlet Witch outside of Elizabeth Olsen. So, um, yeah, 
I, it was overall just very, everything I really wanted it to be, honestly. What about you? I really enjoyed it. It had nothing to do with uh, Spider-Man. And I was like, like, I didn't even see like a purple cracked sky. Like, come on. Like, I really thought there was going to be some bit of connective tissue. But other than that, I was, I was very happy. Like the Illuminati made up for that like lack of tie to Spider-Man, except for him like naming Spider-Man. And America asking if he shot his webs out of his butt. That was so funny. (laughs) Strange is like, I don't know. I don't think so. I hope not. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Which goes back to like a joke from the movie because um, when they were talking about how um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man makes his webs organically. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, Keenan, what are your theories for what's next for Doctor Strange and Wanda Maximoff? Mm, for Doctor Strange, I don't know. I think we're going to start leaning into this, like, Midnight Suns storyline where he is working with, like, Moon Knight and uh, the Black Knight and Blade. So I'm hoping that we see him again and whatever one of those things are coming. And I'm hoping that the next movie is Blade. I'm sure we could look up a, a slate to mm-hmm. see all I those think, things. I think but we're I think, getting really close to Blade. Yeah, so I'm excited to see where Blade fits in this greater magical world and, uh, and go from there. I think with Wanda, we're probably going to tape, take an even more deep dive into the magic. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe one day they'll give the world Mephisto. Everybody wants them some Mephisto. And I think from the comics, that's how she got the kids. Like she made a deal with Mephisto. So I wonder if, you know, maybe that's not the next movie, but maybe that is her arc. Mm. So here's what I think. Like with Strange, as we saw, if you sat through the credits, um, there was a moment that happened in the post credits um, where Strange is just out on the streets, casually strolling. Next thing you know, he starts to like freak out and has like a physical reaction to something happening with him internally. And then he looks up at the screen and then a third eye appears. And I... I think, you know, we kind of, we're led to believe that that's because he's been impacted by the um, dark holds and Mm -hmm. that shit may go down. Um, And so I suspect that we, that the tables are going to be turned a little bit with the, with the next film, like featuring him, like for instance, I think, I think Wanda Scarlet Witch is going to get her movie and in that in those film in that film i think of course she's going to be alive i think um he is going to be the villain in that and she's going to have to pull him back or fight against him uh to and that's going to be her way to kind of like you know attempt at some redemption i guess um but i think maybe that could be the key to mephisto um, you know, entering in because, you know, I think maybe Strange could somehow 
you know, access Mephisto or like conjure him or whatever, however that works. And then Scarlet Witch has to, you know, battle Mephisto and then, um, you know, bring mm-hmm. Strange back from the, the dark edge of the dark hold, I guess, if you will. Um, so I shifted my theory a little bit about like how the next how the film, the Scarlet Witch film would be Wanda's full on villain. Cause that was what this film was like her villain era. I think then her, her film is going to be her trying to seek redemption for all that she has done with like in the, in the WandaVision series and in um, this film. And so uh, I don't know, that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I feel. But then like we had that other post credit scene with that surprise cameo and then so now we know he's going to be leaping from universe to universe i'm like uh i don't know so i have a little bit more information because this care they didn't name the character and uh the character is clea clea eventually becomes uh dr strange's wife she is the princess i think of the dark dimension oh interesting um here's like a little let me, I was looking for, um, this is a Clea 616, which she stepped to the restroom, but when they got to the Illuminati Earth, they gave that Dr. Strange was in 616, and they called out their Earth was eight something, and I can't remember um, that whole thing. But this is just like a little like origin of Clea from the, the Marvel fandom site. It says Clea was born to Prince Arini and uh, and the faulty, let's see, oh fuck. Born to Prince Arini, son of Olnar, the former ruler of the Dark Dimension. And the faulty fugitive Umar, sister of Dread Dormammu. Clea's birth was very traumatic to Umar and the experience scarred her even more than she learned. She lost the ability to revert to her Faultinian form. I don't know what that is. I guess that is a race or type of being. Uh, She abandoned Clea with Irini and became violent, picking a conflict with her brother in her weakened state. However, she was defeated by Dormammu and banished to another realm. So Clea grew up unaware of who her mother was uh, and worshiping Dormammu who her father served loyally. So like the the pres- like the ruler of the dark dimension is her like uncle or some shit. Oh. Yeah. Um, so she eventually becomes the sorcerer supreme. So uh, in the comics. So this is interesting. And that makes me think that the next Doctor Strange project may not have anything to do with Wanda. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that the next one, yeah. the next Doctor Strange would. Um, I I don't think it's too far off to to suspect that the, um, the one the Scarlet Witch film might, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It may be a little too like on the nose. Yeah. Well, and, and also, sure, I'm I'm sure it depends on how everything falls in the timeline, and I think the Doctor Strange stuff may be more in touch with what's going to be going on with Kang maybe, but I don't know Um, that, you know, we're going to get him an Ant-Man. So yes, uh, that's awesome. So 
you can find us on Facebook at the Rewind Podcast One, or you can search the Rewind Podcast on Facebook and find us that way. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at the Rewind underscore Pod. You can find us on Instagram at the Rewind Podcast, or on TikTok at the Rewind Pod One. Um, you can also email us on the Rewind Podcast One at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message or rewind previous episodes of the podcast at anchor.fm slash rewind dash podcast. And do us a big, big favor. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, and all the places. We're on Amazon Music now. Um, So, yeah. Do all the things. And for those socials, Keenan, how can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter at uh, the KT Walker, or um, you can check me out on Instagram at Keeks with a Camera. Jonah, how can they find you? Find me on Instagram at JS Taylor Rides, or uh, on Twitter at Quirky Rider Guy. Awesome, everybody! So thank you for listening. Again, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends and be kind. And please rewind. Goodbye. Just be kind and listen to the rewind.